This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Welcome back to another edition of the Morning Skate, episode 116. Uh, if you can tell by my voice, I'm really battling through on here. Uh, this is the type of game that, that Barrett Hayton just went through, captain of Canada, separated shoulders, still went out there and scored the game-tying goal. Right now, I have, I have a common cold that my body's really, really battling right now. I took like an eight-hour nap today, so deal with me if I'm coughing and sneezing. I apologize, but... That's what I have going on here, just being a leader. Um, I'm here with Hal and BizDevDale. Boys, how's everything going? Battled, bruised, shaken, fucking ricocheted, dude, creamed. I'm struggling, but I'm here, ready to rock. All right, Dale. How about you, Hal? Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I think what I'm going to do today, because you guys, that was a pretty depressing, like, 35 seconds. I'm just going gonna, gonna to be positive today. Uh, um, I'm going to do what Dale's supposed to be. He's usually like the energy, positivity when we're kind of like negative and we need to see like the positives, you know, in the hockey world. And so I think that's a yoga guy, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, before we get into it, uh, if you guys are listening, do me a favor. Leave us a review on iTunes and tell at least two of your friends who like hockey to check out this podcast. I want to see what the power of telling you guys to like do stuff can do. So let's see if we can really start flooring the, the, the analytic and statistics section of your morning skate podcast. I stole that from Dale because he normally does it and he forgot to do it today. But uh, let's check in NHL in the news. Also, shout out to me for doing that. Again, powering through. NHL in the news, here we go. All right, NHL in the news time. Here, here's a newsworthy one. The Winter Classic was played this week. Uh, any of you guys watch it? No. I caught like five minutes. All right. Well, Dale caught five more minutes than Hal and I combined. This was a game that I just could not give two shits about. Uh, the Predator Stars was the least watched NHL Winter Classic yet, 1.97 million viewers. Previous low was 2.43 million for the Rangers Sabres in 2018. I had to look that up because I thought that was a typo, but the Rangers did play the Sabres in one of these, which is kind of wild. Uh, top competition from strong Bama, Michigan, Citrus Bowl on ABC that drew 14 million, million viewers. Not a great look. Um, are, I mean, are you shocked that this, that this game just kind of was a game? No, I'm not shocked. Like I said, again, I think I'm going to keep it positive. I didn't watch the game, but I like kind of saw some highlights and stuff. It kind of looked like a good time. Like there was like there was like a fair. There were like pig races and shit. Like I'm sure you could get like very drunk there if you wanted to and like have a very fun time. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was cool that there was a different fan base. I also thought it was cool that it was like all stars fans, like Predators fans, didn't travel. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought for the NHL, I know the ratings are low, but I think it's a positive in the sense I think more people will watch it next year because I think while no one really cared, I think it was actually like an okay product and the game was pretty good. So I think like 
people might be more inclined to watch it next year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> every uh, once in a while you're going to have to put two teams in there that nobody really gives a shit about, and that's what happened. No offense, Stars, Predators fans, but the overwhelming majority of NHL fans, they don't really care. And it's not it's not because like you guys have bad teams or whatever. I think it has to do with the fact maybe you're not original six. You're not from a, a market that has snow really all the time. I saw this that I thought was pretty cool. Um, a few minutes later, I'm discussing how they ended up bringing a pop-up toilet were interrupted when one of the eight-year-olds playing ball hockey falls and starts to cry. One of the other parents chugs his beer. That's the rule. First kid to cry, dad has to chug. Welcome to tailgating before the Winter Classic, the people's tailgate. Thought that was pretty cool, especially because at first they weren't going to allow people to tailgate, and then they're like, what the fuck? We're not going to go, and then they allowed him. Uh, Stand-up mood from the dad, because like, you know your kid's going to cry at some point, right? And if they cry, at least you get to chug a beer. Yeah, that's not, not a... Not a bad move at all. Uh, the only other thing, too, I was thinking about is the Stars. Um, I think the Stars look good. Like, I feel like that's something that could build for the Stars. Like, what do you think? Like, they're kind of a weird team. Like, Hudobin's been playing really well this year. Ben was down. Their coach got fired. But they have some good young players. Like, what are your thoughts on the Stars at this point? Yeah, I, I mean, Rope Hints, I, I was a Stars fan last year in the playoffs. I think you guys remember that because Zuccarello went there. Go Stars Nation. Uh, they do have some good young pieces. I think Miro Haskin is going to be one of the best defensemen in the NHL for years to come. Uh, who knows? <clears throat> who knows what happened? I thought something that was really funny was only two minutes and 40 seconds in the game, Corey Perry kind of like decapitated Ryan Ellis and got the, got the gate. And he had to walk down that giant-ass like fucking runway getting booed the entire time. A lot of people are saying shame, like out of Game of Thrones, like, what if like that was I laughed a little. I don't know if I'm allowed to laugh, but like I would have been mortified if you're like, okay, you got kicked out of the game and now you have to go walk down that half a mile walkway in the middle of this fucking stadium. With eighty nine thousand people booing you. <laughs> yeah. That's kinda crazy. What'd you have on Corey Perry? I mean classic Corey Perry. Yeah, that's what that was pretty much all I was gonna say. Corey Perry is Corey Perry. Like that was very Corey Perry. And I think at the same time though, when you're at an Eastern Conference fan, like, you always hear, like, the Western Conference fans, like, bitch about Corey Perry, and you're, like, in the back of my head, I'm always, like, is he that bad? But then you, like, watch one game, and he does something stupid. It's, like, oh, yeah, Corey Perry, um, the, I don't know. It, it was very, it was a very fitting moment. The walk was funny. There was, like, all those remixes on the internet, which are all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was good. Again, the other thing I wanted to throw in there really quick, do you guys think, um, do you think it would be better if they just moved it to a different weekend? Like, I know they want to be front and center, like, New Year's Day, but, like, to move it to a weekend when there's no football? Uh, yeah. There's this one guy, Fitz. He's a, he does, like, Ranger stuff, and he kind of mentioned that the, the NHL doesn't really have, like, a day. Like, basketball has uh, Christmas. Um, baseball, 4th of July, kind of goes on and on and on. I think, in, like, yeah, they should have this game, but they should also have, like, every other team playing that day. Yeah, like make that make that January first, New Year, New Me, fucking NHL's day. Back to Corey Perry really quick. I love how the NHL just talks it up. How oh the Winter Classic family, like get out on the pond. Let's show all these clips of these kids when they're younger. Hockey's awesome. Two minutes forty seconds into the game, you just see a full blown concussion right in front of your face. Corey Perry does not give a fuck, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That is a good point. That's basically exactly what the NHL didn't want to happen, and it pretty yeah. much never does happen. Exactly, but, man. It's like you're out in the woods with, like, your grandpa, and you see a bunch of deer, and you're like, oh, my God, it's Bambi, and then he fucking blows its head off right in front of you. You're like eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. That's Corey Perry, the Winter Classic game. Oh, yeah, that was perfect. What uh, What else do you have on the stars? <clears throat> yeah, we're keeping with the Stars. Former uh, Stars coach Jim Montgomery checked into rehab for alcohol abuse. Says it was appropriate called to fire him. I don't even know if we really talked about this when he got the boot. We might have, might not have, but uh, sucks to see. Hopefully he gets better. As much as this might suck to say, like it sucks to see this, but I'm happy it's this and not something like where he like me tooed somebody or like said something super racial or like, I think if he gets his shit together, he could get another job in the NHL. Absolutely. I Yeah, I, you love to see this. You love to see people taking care of themselves. Uh, I think Brandon Marshall is a great example, drawing a parallel here. Um, went back and ended up having a pretty decent career after he got, got himself better. Um, yeah, I wish I wish him the best. I'm glad he's taking care of himself. Sucks, sucks to see. 
Um, but I think he handled it with class. That's a good parallel, Dale. What do you got, Hal? I mean, the guy is a national champion as a coach and a player in college hockey. He'll be he'll be all right. I, I I'm happy for him that he's getting help. Um, I hope it works out for him, and I hope he gets another chance in the league. I feel like he will, like because if you think about it, he was basically a coach in the league for like a little over a year, and he made the playoffs with a team who had like kind of never really made the playoffs before, and it's kind of trending in the right direction. They all liked him, so I hope he gets to go back to what he was doing. Keep it also positive. Uh, he is a UMaine alum. I went to a, I went to a UMaine game this weekend. It was good. Uh, they played Omaha, Nebraska, which was like kind of a wild card team. But they play like they play like Michigan. They play all those other schools, and every now and then they sneak into the tournament. I first want to address that Nebraska might have like the best jerseys in college hockey. I really, I really, really like their jerseys. If you look up the Omaha, Nebraska college hockey team jerseys, it just says like Omaha across the top, and it's like black. It's a really, really clean look. Um, yeah, that, oh, I mean, dude, those are kind of sick, dude. It's like Omaha Steaks, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, they mean business. You know what I mean? It looks like a grill. So um, that was cool. And then the other thing, UMaine, I'm just going to give a couple random shout-outs because I was just thinking about it. A few guys. I Do you ever, like, go to a game and you just, like, end up watching a couple guys and every shift you're like, oh, here they go? Yeah. Um, all right. So, one, there is this dude, Edwards Trowelmark. He's from Latvia. He's a power forward who can't skate, but he scored two goals and he snipes. Uh, that was one guy that stuck out. Number two, Adam Daw. He was like five foot five, like 145 pounds, and from Newfoundland, and he got laid out every shift, but he kept going back for more. I thought that was <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, and then, and then on defense, there's this 20 Veli Matty Tira Nimi. I don't know if I said that right. He's from Finland. Uh, sounds about right. All I can tell you about this guy is he clears the front of the net, dude, and he's just glassing out. Um, that was all he did all game, but it was super effective. I don't know. I don't know what you think about it. Like college hockey on TV, I can't watch, but college hockey in person is a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, the only college hockey games I've really gone to are like RPI and Union. So like, I've never been to that full like. I mean, UMaine would be sick. Like, you know what I mean? UMaine, Michigan, BU, all those games. Cornell would even be cool. Uh, what was the rank like? Well, it wasn't. We didn't go. So they played in. Uh, oh yeah, you were telling me about. They this. played yeah. in the ECHL's rank, uh, which was pretty cool too. What was it? Uh, I think they said 3,900, which isn't bad for like an ECL, ECHL rank. I yeah, think a whole like five or six. Than, yeah, it's more than the Thunder get like regularly. Yeah, so I mean, it was pretty busy, dude. It was good. Um, yeah, shout out Jim Montgomery. Jim Montgomery, you man, dude. Paul well, last thing on um, Dallas Stars, I have an important question. Were the Dallas Stars ice girls on the ice during the, uh, during the Winter Classic? Um. We didn't yeah. watch. They, I think they even like pointed them out at some point. I'm pretty sure they're either like they're either in the stands. They were there. They were definitely there. All right. Yeah, I, I went to the Dallas game earlier this year in Dallas. It was that was by far the best part of the game. <laughs> All right. All right. Dale, Dale, Dale get a little weird with it. I'm just <laughs> saying, like Dale, Jesus. <laughs> just, from, just from a marketing perspective, dude. Like that, they obviously need to do something different. It's it's lost its novelty. It says now the league adding the Heritage Classic and the Stadium Series matchup. The last five years they've had under three million viewers. So I think the NHL just needs to shake it up. I think having a day and uh, just doing a little better job marketing. So how would you shake it up, dude? <coughs> I, I would highlight the Dallas Stars ice team. Dude, I digress. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, move, move, move it on. Uh, Team Canada wins World Junior Gold over Russia 4-3. to three. Uh, Did you guys get a chance to check out this game or no? No. So I, I was in and out of consciousness again because I'm battling this cold. Um, it was it was pretty crazy, man. Russia ended up going up. Uh, they were winning, and then Canada struck. But I think they were up 3-1. Canada scores quick. And then Barrett Hayton, captain of Canada, the guy who didn't take his helmet off, uh, he hurt his shoulder in the last game, and then he sniped. I think they're really stroking off this kid's shoulder, dude. Like, I'm kind of getting sick of it. Like, clearly he was good enough to play. He might not have been 100%, but everybody was acting like this guy got shot in the leg and he was, like, playing in a hockey game. It's like, he'll be okay. He just took a one-timer and scored, so can't be hurting that bad. Uh, so they ended up tying it up, and then uh, 
Ah, oh, shit. What's his name? Akil. Do you know what I'm talking about? The second round pick for the Kings. Akil Thomas. Yeah. I think that's his name. He ended up scoring the game-winning goal on a breakaway uh, to put it away. And then it got pretty controversial at the end. Russia was on a power play. Uh, Canada, I forget who it was, went to, like, ice the puck. And he lifted the puck over the glass. But it hit a TSN camera. And apparently the rule is, is if the puck hits any type of camera or scoreboard, it doesn't result in a delay of game. Even though it clearly would have. So they would have been on a five-on-three. And then almost immediately afterwards, they take two penalties. They end up fucking losing. So... Yep, Canada wins. Um, media all-star team, Joel Hoffer, Canada goalie, Rasmus Sandin defense, uh, Alexander Romanov, Russia defense. I think he's going to be really good. Uh, he's a Montreal Canadiens pick. Uh, Samuel Fagamo, Sweden, Alexis Lafreniere. Lafren, how does that say? Lafreniere? Lafreniere. Exactly. Uh, Canada and Bear Hayton, Canada. Um, yeah, so that was that. And then Lafreniere, Lafreniere. I think it's laugh on air. Voted MVP of the tournament by the media. Uh, what'd you guys have on this tournament? Hal's like fucking really getting into it right now. I feel like he just has a lot to say. So Hal, take it away, buddy. No, I don't at all. Actually, I was just thinking the whole time. Like you asked if we watched that game, we said no. I don't really have anything to add. I thought you did a very good job of explaining what happened to me, but a lot of that was news to me when you just said it to me about 25 seconds ago. So I really don't have anything on it. Not really surprised that Canada won. Um, it's Canada. Like, it kind of pisses me off that, like, yeah, I would agree. I think the thing about Canada is, like, Canada, you don't need you don't need those, like, these stories that go along with the tournament. Like, you guys won the tournament. It was awesome. You don't need to, like, play this angle of, like, we got blown out and our captain's shoulder was falling off. They've won the like, tournament 18 yeah. times. This is their 18th time that they won the tournament. And they kept reiterating that Bear Hayton's going to be a, ca- a Canadian legend. It would look so much cooler if Canada was just, like, like, yeah, like, we're Canada. We fucking did it again. Like, fuck you. Like, if that's, like, if that would have been cool. Yeah. But yeah. they're, like, talking like this is some heroic comeback. Like, no, you're the biggest army in the world. You are hockey. Like, yeah, you did it. Yeah, shouldn't it be, like, that shocking that you guys won that? <laughs> so. Yeah, but I'm supposed to be keeping it positive, dude. So, I don't know. I'm happy for them at the same time. I think that Lafreniere, I don't know how to say his name, is going to be good based on everyone just acting like he's really good what are your thoughts on him like first first glance he looks i mean dude he's he's big like he's a big body and he's super good with the puck uh i don't know he kind of like he kind of looks like nathan mckinnon not in this style but actually his physical appearance they kind of look similar um i thought was funny is all these rangers fans want them to tank so we can get this kid quentin byfield i guess he's supposed to be really good people uh, all of rangers twitter i can't wait to get byfield not one of these motherfuckers have watched him play a hockey game. It's probably just some blog geek wrote something about Byfield, and now everybody's talked about him. Ask me how much Byfield played in the gold medal game. Seven minutes. Zero minutes. He didn't have a single fucking shift, and he was on the bench. So, all right, yeah, go Rangers. Let's get that guy. He sounds like a real go-getter. Um, I thought that was funny. <laughs> all right. I think, Dale, do you have anything on this tournament? Uh, no, I just still think that the uh... – the captain's a scrub for not taking his helmet off. Yeah, I was wondering that, <clears throat> Dale, that's a good point because it was a rematch, Canada-Russia, and I was wondering if there was going to be any carryover, and it didn't seem like there would be. If I was on Team Russia and they were playing the Canadian National Anthem, you better believe I would have had my helmet on. <laughs> oh, dude, well I, well, I was thinking about that too, like the handshake line, nothing happened. I feel like I would be more mad after that game than the first one. No, literally nothing happened. Yeah, that's it was impressive. impressive. Honestly, that's like some serious restraint from that Russian captain. That or just like maybe Russia's losing their fucking grit, dude. Like, do you like do you think that fucking if Putin was out there as a captain, that would have been what he would have done? Kasparitis would have been just banging bodies all game. Kasparitis would have headbutt every single person that line individually. <laughs> That's a good point. So, I mean, I think we can end World Juniors talk on that note. Okay. All right. Moving on. <clears throat> Back to another one of our uh, guys that we like, John Tortorella. He was uh, fined twenty grand for harshly criticizing an officiating crew after a game last week. The NHL announced a punishment on Wednesday, adding that Tortorella also faces a conditional fine of $25,000 if he conducts himself in a similar manner over the next calendar year. So is he just writing a check for forty five grand right now? <laughs> That'd be a fucking power move. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is going back to, like, marketing, and I don't know what Biz Dev Dale's going to have to say on this, but I, I want his opinion. 
if the NHL is smart, like people talk about the NBA, like this league, like why are you like? I maybe it's cool that you're finding him, but at the same time, don't you want towards like screaming? I know. Well, I know he's kind of screaming about how your league sucks, so like that's probably why they don't want him screaming. But it's exciting when Torch screams. Like I like to see him scream. It's one of my favorite stories every year when this comes up. Like I just, I like it. Yeah, and it gets the blood going. Like you know, when Torch when Tortorella is screaming, you know the NHL is fucking running full tilt. They that's got what I'm saying. Gas. I yeah. bet Gary Bettman like goes to a bunker when he hears like. When Torch starts screaming, Gary Bettman just flies everyone in, like, conference room now. Like, I'm scared. I bet I bet Torch, like, makes Gary Bettman do, like, the truffle shuffle in front of us. Hey, Gary, fucking do it, bud. So, Dale, what do you have from, what do you have from your perspective on this? Yeah, I just, I just think if there's anything we've learned from this podcast, it's that controversy definitely sells. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. The, the views on the Twitter... They're like, I don't know, half a million views, something like that. I think it's good. I think it's a, it's good press. I don't, I don't really have much more. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah, Al and I were both watching. You were like, just going to figure this out. And you were, that was like, when, that was that quote? When Michael Scott, when he talks, he's like, yeah, sometimes I start talking and I don't know where I'm going to wind up, but I just keep saying words. Like, that's literally what you just did. Yeah. The half a million views on Twitter come from, dude. Do you have fucking analytics and support that? You just make that up. It's it's two hundred thirty seven thousand views, dude. I just embellished a little bit to make myself sound sweeter. Oh, oh boy. Uh, <coughs> keep it with Torts. Columbus Blue Jackets and hockey fans have now raised over ten thousand dollars to the charity, uh, Tortorella Family Foundation, after the fines were dealt to Tortorella. Pretty cool that people are supporting their uh, badass coach. Uh, if this was Rangers land, they would probably be telling him to get fired and shit because we're a bunch of soft little fucking softies. And he has uh, a t- and he has a not very good team, like five hundred. Like they're a few points back of the Rangers. They're not doing that bad. That team. Tortorell is awesome, man. That team could be bad. Yeah, <coughs> they should. Uh, be. So uh, I don't. Yeah. Speaking of softy little softies, Ilya Kovalchuk wanted his number 17 to wear in Montreal. Brett Kulak was already wearing it, so Kovalchuk gifted Kulak a Rolex when Kulak changed his number so Ilya could wear a 17. That's right. Ilya Kovalchuk is signed with the Montreal Canadiens. This is the least shocking signing in NHL hockey history. Just bring in Alexi Emelin and just get all your fucking little Russians up there hacking darts behind the Bell Center. Uh, I mean, I'm not really all that shocked. Ilya, I, if I was Kulak, I'd check and make sure that Rolex is real because Ilya Kovalchuk's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> like, is, he, is he not like he says he's 35 but he's actually he's pushing 60 no, it's just like you're not so you are just not a Kovalchuk guy no dude and like are you like when he when he played for the thrashers he was sick every time he got the puck you kind of quench your ass cheeks because you're like oh shit he's gonna score now who gives a fuck about Ilya Kovalchuk dude this guy he's not good why is he still in the? Why is he still in the league? The only reason he's in the league is because he scored all those goals earlier in his career. If he hadn't done that, this guy would not be sniffing the NHL. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it too, like I don't think he's gonna work well for Claude Julian. Like Claude Julian expects like a lot of defensive like prowess out of his players. Like no matter who you are, I feel like that's not exactly what Kovalchuk's gonna bring. But who knows, dude? Like at the same time, and I know you're probably gonna shit on me for this, but like Bruins need like a third line winger. I was like. League minimum, if the Bruins signed him to league minimum, like I would have been fine with that. Just to see what happens. If you're like a, if you're trying to make the playoffs just to see what happens, it's not the end of the world. As long as you like wave them when it doesn't work and you don't try to like force it. <clears throat> Dude, he signed a one year two way contract. You're telling me if the Canadians told Kovalchuk, hey, you have to go to the AHL to play hockey, you're telling me this guy would go to the AHL, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> no. No, but he they signed it and they knew it just so they didn't have to pay him as much. Yeah, I mean, I guess, dude. The deal will pay Kovalchuk $700,000 at the NHL NHL level and seventy grand in the AHL. This guy's making more money in one year being a fucking bum than I will be in my entire life. Like, how much does that suck? <laughs> Thank God our three stars are talking about powering through later because I really fucking need that right now. Uh, do you have anything on Ilya Kovalchuk, Dale? Um, no, he just engraved it to say thanks, which is... I guess cool. I like I like how Kulak says he switched to seventy seven because seven's his favorite number and great D men like Bork and Coffee wore it. Um average Rolex I looked up. I, I was that. trying to, I hate uh, that. 
that he's wearing 77. I hate every player in the NHL who wears 77 except for Tony D'Angelo. I guess. That's like wearing 66 or 99, dude. Who the fuck does Brett Kulak think he is? Come on, dude. Tony D'Angelo's number. Ray Bork, dude. It's not Tony D'Angelo's number. It's Ray Bork's number and Tony D'Angelo. I guess it depends on who you ask, buddy. I guess it depends on who you ask. If you, if anyone out there is like 77, oh, you know who that is? That's Tony D. That is not who they think of. Yeah. All right. Well, just uh, facade, dude, or whatever the fuck they say. I think I'm right. I think you're wrong. So, stop <laughs> on that one, dude. Uh, moving on. Colin White successfully headbutt a puck into the net, but the goal was eventually disallowed. I saw this happen. Do you remember a couple years ago? I think, like, you and I were both watching the game at the same time when Andrew Shaw did that, and he headed the fucking puck into the net. Was that in the playoffs? I don't know. I remember <coughs> I remember watching it. I feel like it has to be because I don't watch a lot of Blackhawks games. But, uh, yeah, so this one, Colin, I think he took the shot. I don't know. At the knob of the goalie stick went up way up in the air, and he came and headed it in. The goal was disallowed. Of course, Andrew Shaw comes on in, uh, Twitter. And he's like, oh, my God, dude, you headbutted it. So did I. Like, headbutt brothers, bro. This is sick, dude. Let's keep headbutting shit. Like, you're the fucking man, Colin White. I'm Andrew Shaw, headbutt brothers. And I, I don't give a shit about that either, dude. I think the NHL should change this rule. I think you should be able to headbutt the puck into the net. Fun fact about me when I was playing uh, hockey at Siena College, in the uh, beginning of practice when we're all skating around taking shots, I would drive the net and dive, and my buddy Sisti would fire a puck, and I'd try to headbutt the pucks into the net. That is a fact. It only happened a few times, but when it did happen, it was fucking sick. Uh, I think that was because we just came from getting fucked up and playing FIFA right to practice. So, uh, but what do you have on Colin White headbutting pucks into the net? Do you think it should be allowed? Should not be allowed? Seventy-seven Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, dude. I think it should be allowed, but like <coughs> seventy-seven is not Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> this podcast, like, all right, walk away. So. Right. So Dale, do you have anything on this? I don't have anything else on that on this topic, honestly. Do you think it should be allowed? Yeah. Why is it? Why is really it think... not? Like, do they think that people are just gonna go around and start fucking headbutting people? Like, is it a safety concern? Maybe. Maybe it's probably a bad idea to like swing your head around in the slot. Like, I can kind of see that. Because like, <laughs> everyone, I mean, but at the same time, how many guys are actually gonna do that? Like, I don't I think. One of my championships. Come on, dude. So when that kid was shooting pucks off your head, were they like full speed? Uh, I think when we first started doing it was kind of loft and saucer passes. Then towards the end of it, I think he was really letting them rip, dude. You got to imagine, I also had a full cage or a bubble on, so I didn't have to worry about any facial reconstruction. I don't know. I just, like, I just think about, like, even with a cage on, like, seeing, like, a slap shot from the point. Like, I still try to, like, my first reaction wouldn't be, like, heading in. Oh, Maybe dude, like, it wasn't, he wasn't, it wasn't like a slap shot, dude. It was like, he would either, it'd be like a saucer pass saying. or it'd be like a, like a fucking quarter snapper. Like not anything. He wasn't ripping pucks in my head. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think guys are going to be doing that. So like, is it really that big of a safety concern? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It should be legal, I guess. <clears throat> I think so. That I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Dale, did you get a chance to see it? I didn't see it, but I, I definitely think it would make the game more interesting until like, a guy like Sean Avery or somebody sticks their head out on a slap shot and gets a concussion, then then it's going to be a concern. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's weird. I, I mean, it, it's had to have happened before. Who's going to do that? People will like, do I that. I think a guy would already do that. If it was Game 7, the Stanley Cup Finals, I'm sure there are guys out there that would take one off their head. I you just don't know how many guys would want to take one off their head in, like, Game 27. Yeah, probably not. I mean, dude, if I hadn't scored an NHL goal yet, and you're like, hey, you can score an NHL goal, you just have to take a puck to the head. I'm like, yeah, probably will do that. Okay. They still got a helmet on. It's not like they're wearing 4,500s anymore. I feel like also, in this scenario, like, in this scenario, we're acting like a defenseman's taking a 97-mile-an-hour shot, and we're, like, redirecting the puck, like, headbutting it in. Like, the reality of this situation, it just hits us in the face and trickles in, and that is a good goal in the NHL. No, I don't think it is. Any shot that hits you in the head, I don't think it's a good goal. No, I saw a guy. I've seen guys get hit in the jaw with the puck, and then the puck goes in. It happened like uh, early. Oh, so it has to be a clear head, head butt. Okay. Yeah. And it's like it's like a skate. A distinct kicking motion. A distinct, distinct head butt. Head butting motion. Anyway, yeah, that's that's BizDev Dale, the referee. Love that dude. Love it, Dale. All right, moving on. Next one. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are fifteen four and one in their first twenty games with Sheldon Keefe as head coach including 9-0-1 in their last time. Hal, are you worried? Yeah, I'm pretty worried, dude. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> worried. I 
I don't know. Like, I'll get into it in the Bruins, uh, in like the Bruins little segment. I'm just a little worried. They're like only nine points back now. I feel like it was like 20 points. Bruins have 11 overtime wins. I love drag on the Maple Leafs, and I would love to play them in the playoffs again, regardless of the outcome. I would think it would be awesome. Um, but I think it's okay. It's okay for me to admit, while we have owned the Maple Leafs, like they could be coming. Like it's only been a matter of time before all those guys really started like playing very well together. And I think it's happening. They like their coach. I would be worried if I was the NHL. Also, the Tampa Bay Lightning are coming back right now, too. They're kind of crawling back in there. So the Maple Leafs, scary. The Lightning, I think, scary. But I think the Maple Leafs are more scary. What do you have, Ked? Uh, I just have a question. So the Leafs are 9-0-1 in their last 10, 15-4-1 in their last 20. The 9-0-1, the 1, where did that 1 come from? Trivia question for you guys. Probably the Rangers, dude. Uh, it was an overtime goal. Who scored the overtime goal? Tony D'Angelo. Tony fucking D'Angelo, dude. All right. Um, I don't know, man. Dude, like, this is just classic Maple Leafs. They finally got a fucking a good coach, dude. I think that I'd be worried, man. And I'm not trying to, like, chirp the Bruins because I think the Bruins are sick. And I always – I love the Bruins makeup. I love every year that they come in. Like, they, they're heavy. They're talented. They're skilled. If you have Char on the back end of the McAvoy, that's awesome. But, dude, I would be very worried about the Maple Leafs. They finally have a coach that, like, kind of lets them do what the fuck they're, like, been put on earth to do instead of just, like, suck Babcock's, like, wiener the whole time, you know? Yeah, I do. I agree with that. Like, I don't know. I'm worried. I guess I'm – if I was the league, I'd be more worried. I just like how the Bruins play against the Maple Leafs. Like, even after Babcock's gone, like, I'm pretty what's, excited to see how yeah. they play. What's the record against the Leafs this year? Uh, it might be like one and one. I honestly have no idea. We haven't played that much. I know we haven't played since Babcock got fired. I'm pretty sure. So like this might be really dumb to say, but I don't think you have anything to be worried about until they actually beat you, right? Because it's kind of like the Bruins have had the Leafs yeah, number forever. But so, I mean, I I think they're going to be good. Um, do you think they could catch the Bruins like regular season and be first in the Eastern Conference? I think it, I think they have a chance. The only reason I think that they can t- catch the Bruins and really go on this run, and I'm, again, guys, I know you're down. I'm not trying to kick you, but Tom Brady and the Patriots, it looks like the dynasty's over. A lot of people are saying Boston sports is over. I feel like the Red Sox are kind of in shambles right now. The Maple Leafs are coming on. Tom Brady just got put in a fucking old man home. I don't know. That would be the only reason that I'd be like kind of worried about Here comes Dale. Max Kellerman saying that, dude. Fuck you. I'm not Max Why Kellerman. Why you have this. Why do you have to bring that into this? I'm dude? just saying, dude. But again, how I'd only be worried until they actually beat you because they haven't fucking done it. Which yeah, is, dude. that's like such a stupid thing to say because then once they do beat you, it's like, oh, I should have been worried. But like, you can't be worried until they fucking do it. Yeah, but once they do that too, kind of like the Brady thing, like you said, like I kind of feel like I'm due for like 70 years without a championship. Like I wouldn't really be shocked if I just die next. Like that's the next championship. Like uh, I'll be the next one being raised to the banners. Like in like. That could be, like, anywhere from, like, three weeks from now to, like, forever. So, like, with all the championships they want, if the mojo's out, the mojo's out, dude. But don't bring the Leafs into that. Also, is this year five? Have we confirmed that? Uh, Hey, Dale, can you do do us a favor and see how many years Austin Matthews has been in the NHL? There's no way this is year five. Probably year four. It's a five-year plan. Has Matthews been in the NHL for that fucking long? I think he's, like, 22 now, 21. He's 22. He was drafted 2016 Maple Leafs first overall. Okay, no, but I don't think that's I don't think that's when Lamorello uh, started as the GM. I think he started before the tank. All right, we got to figure this out. Everybody, kind of get on their fucking thing. Austin Matthews, hockey DB, says that he has been in the Toronto Maple Leafs one, two, three. This is Austin Matthews' fourth year with the Maple Leafs. Right, but when uh, did Lamorello start as the coach? Or the general manager. All right. Give me a second. Lou, I don't know how to spell Lamorello. <laughs> this is awesome. This is active. We're literally doing Dale's job while he sits on the couch and watches. Yeah, we are, dude. <laughs> we sure are. Maple Leafs. Uh, Jonathan. 2018? No, dude. Come on. That's not right. Hey, Dale. Uh, 2015, 2015, the, uh, GM in the Maple Leafs, 2015. 2015, 2016, 2017, 
where it's supposed to be. Sorry oh. that took so long to figure that out, guys. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, maybe this it maybe it is kind of all lining up. Sorry. Do you Sorry. think this is the worst podcast we've ever done? No, I feel I feel like I've been doing pretty good. I was just thinking that. No, come on. What the fuck, man? I'm carrying us right now. <laughs> all right. All right, we're bouncing back. Should we skip to three stars, dude? I feel like we need. <laughs> no, we shouldn't skip to three stars, dude. We still have Rangers and Bruins. Dale, worry about the analytics. Rangers talk time. Uh, Niels Longquist was named to the World Junior Second Team All Star. Finished the tournament with eight points in seven games, second in defenseman scoring. Pretty good for a Rangers first-round pick. Uh, 20-something uh, overall. I forget what one it was. Uh, Joey Keane, Igor Shesterkin were named AHL All-Stars. Love seeing that. Uh, both rookies <coughs> in that league. The Rangers have a new kids line. Capo Caco kind of seems to kind of be getting his shit back. He had a goal and an assist. Filipino is buzzing. He looks like this kid that we went to high school with, so I can't really take him seriously, but he looks like he's going to be a good player. Shout-out Chad Kelly. And Brett Howden looks to really find his game on the wing. Like, he was a center earlier this year, and it kind of seemed like it was a little bit too much ever since he put him on the wing. I don't know, man. It looks like he's kind of uh, relaxed a little bit, stopped gripping the stick so hard, and he looks like he's playing better hockey. Uh, defense is in shambles, and by defense, I mean Brady Shea. Brady Shea is absolute dust. He is the fucking – he's – dude, Mark Stahl has played better games this year than Brady Shea has, and it's fucking insane. Uh, last game, they were playing the Vancouver Canucks. 1-1 game, puck goes up the wall. Brady Shea fucking retreats, gives up the blue line. Uh, puck goes out of the zone, whatever. Puck goes back down the other way. His next shift, he doesn't communicate with the goalie. Uh, leads to a quality scoring chance. And then uh, he rims the puck around the fucking boards, which allows him to it was just He's just an awful, awful hockey player. Hopefully they can move him. If the Rangers want to be competitive in the next five-year five year plan, they got to get rid of that contract. Then lastly, there's reports of Leah Anderson trying to play in the SHL. Uh, if he can come to terms with the New York Rangers allowing him to do that, if I were the Rangers, I would tell him to fuck right off. And that is what is in the news for the Rangers. What? Any questions before you want to get to the Bruins or no? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, so do you think – so you're anti – What can Leah Anderson just not play anywhere if they don't let him? No, he can't. So I wouldn't let him play. i tell him to fuck off. I'm going to ruin your career because, you know, I'm a grudge guy. Yeah, fair enough. So that's fair. And then the other thing I was going to say, uh, Brady Shea, I feel like you can really link the time that uh, Jacob Truba and the doctor came to New York City with when Brady Shea's uh, performance no. kind of came down. Huh? Brady Shea's been bad for years. He's been bad <laughs> since, like, his second year in the fucking NHL. I get what yeah. you're trying to say. I, think I get oh, you're trying like, to rub Truba in my face, but Brady Shea's been dog shit for the last, like, four years. I was just looking for any angle, dude, because you've been really fucking throwing Tony D'Angelo in my face this podcast. Sorry, dude. <laughs> All right, what do you got on the Bruins? <laughs> Not much. I, I mean, I got two quick things. They okay. could use a vacation. I already talked about how there's – like, I already yeah, I already talked about earlier how Toronto and Tampa have come on and they've kind of gotten cold. So they just need to wake up, dude. Only note I have, Noel Chari has 14 goals this year, which is insane to think about. Um, and that would be fourth on the Bruins right now behind Pasternak, Marchand, and Bergeron. So that's kind of a tough look. Jake DeBrusque has 11. He's next, uh, and he just got benched in the other game. So I feel like I was right when I said Nolichari should have been a Bruin. The fourth line has not looked the same. I just want to give kudos to myself for knowing all along that he was the plug that kind of helped that together. Thank you. Attaboy. I, I'm a big shout-out myself kind of guy. You know this. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we could all use a vacation. We've got All-Star Weekend coming up soon. Uh, thank you for saying that because now I can announce the All-Star teams because we probably should do that because we're a hockey podcast. So, um, Eastern Conference, Atlantic Division, <laughs> David Pasternak, Jack Eichel, Tyler Bertuzzi, Jonathan Huberto, Austin Matthews, Anthony Duclair, Victor Hedman, Shane Weber, Tuka Rask, and Freddie Anderson. This is Shea Weber's seventh appearance, Jack Eichel's third, and Austin Matthews' fourth. Metropolitan Division, uh, Kyle Palmieri. It's a shame that Jack Hughes didn't make it. Uh, Matthew Barzell, Artemi Panarin, Travis Konechny, Jake Gensel, John Carlson, Dougie Hamilton, Seth Jones, Braden Holpe, and Jonas Corposalo. All right, so this is kind of interesting. This is Holpe's fifth. This is only Artemi Panarin's first All-Star appearance. That's kind of crazy to me, right? Like, you would have thought that he would have made the All-Star team a lot more than just this being his first time. Yeah, but the problem with being on a team like that is there's so many different good players that, like, you have to, like, go over Kane and Taze and Keith to get in. 
Yeah, I mean, good way to mention that Central Division. Nathan McKinnon, Patrick Kane, this is his ninth All-Star appearance. Tyler Sagan, Eric Stahl, Mark Scheifele, Ryan O'Reilly, the guy who found love. Uh, Roman Yossi, Alex Petrangelo, Jordan Binnington, Colin, Connor Hellenbuck. Dude, is Jordan Binnington a legit number one fucking franchise goalie? Can we say that now? Uh, I think like one more year. I think you can say he's a very good goalie. And I think you could say he has the potential to be a Stanley Cup winning goalie because he's already won one. He's a yeah. very good goalie, dude. But I, I think you just need to see one more year and make sure he like holds on. But at this point, yeah, for sure. All right. And then the Pacific Division, Connor McDavid. Jacob Silverberg, that's kind of a nuts name. I wouldn't have expected that. Uh, Maddie Kachuk, Leon Dreisaitl, Anze Kopitar, Logan Couture, uh, Leas Pedersen, Mark Giordano, Marc-Andre Fleury, and Darcy Kemper. Uh, Anze Kopitar and Marc-Andre Fleury's fifth appearance. So, Shea Weber, oh no, Patrick Kane with nine, Shea Weber with seven, and Eric Stahl with six, as well as Tyler Sagan. Uh, were there any names that you felt that were left off that shouldn't have been on there, or no? No, I don't really care. Like, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, Brad Marchand got left off the list. If you look at Brad Marchand, he's, like, fourth in the Eastern Conference in scoring right now. He didn't make it, and, like, Tuca <laughs> hasn't really been that good anyway, so it was kind of weird that Tuca – Tuca's been good, not great, I should say. He's been good. He just hasn't been, like, outstanding. Like, I didn't think he was an all-star goalie. That kind of shows, like, how bad some of the goalies are in the Eastern Conference. Um, I don't know, man. I – like, I don't care. I don't care that Marchand didn't make it. Like, I don't think Brad Marchand's really that pissed off that he has to go up there. I'm sure he's happy that he's, like, hunting or some bullshit instead. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I – yeah, I think so too. But it is kind of weird, right? You would think that that guy would be in there. One real quick note, Jonathan Huberto made it for the Florida Panthers. When Capo Caco was drafted, they compared him to a Jonathan Huberto-type player. And I remember being like, what the fuck? We finally get a number two overall pick and comparing him to Jonathan Huberto. Low-key, guys. Uh – 2017 2018 he had 27 goals 42 assists for 69 points last year 30 goals 62 assists for 92 points and already this year 17 goals 39 assists for 56 points so it looks like huberto's actually turned into a fucking pretty elite player i dropped the ball on that one if capo caco can end up scoring 30 goals and having 62 assists every year i'd be pretty fucking happy about it so um that is what we had uh i don't know dude I don't know about that. I just if we like if we rewind to last year, like I feel like, and this is might be my personal opinion, but I felt like it was a lot of Rangers fans' opinions too. Like Jonathan Huberto, I think you underestimated how good of a hockey player he was, but I still think we thought he was going to be better than what John Jonathan Huberto is. I mean, dude, if Capo Caco ends up scoring thirty goals and having if he ends up putting ninety to hundred points in the net every year, like I feel like that's pretty good for a number two overall pick, right? Yeah, that's fair. Like, that's kind, of, that's kind of more or less what I was saying. I thought Huberto would only put up, like, 50 or 60 points a year. I didn't realize how good of a player Huberto was. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, last thing before we get into our voicemails, Beer League Roundup. I just have a couple things. Uh, I'm going to Lake Placid this weekend, playing a line with my buddy Rack, my buddy Valeni, who's been on the podcast before. We have a bet going on with another line. Uh, Cowboy, Cowboys like Cousin, and this other Queensberry kid. That whoever scores the most goals in a game, the other line has to get iced in the locker room afterwards. Uh, feeling good about it because it's a dry month. I, I literally can't do it. So uh, suck on that one. Uh, do I get my skate sharpened? I haven't played hockey in like three weeks. And again, I'm not boozing, so what else should I do? Here's our schedule really quick. Friday at 5.30 on the 80 rink. Saturday at 10.30 in the morning on the USA rink. And Saturday at 5.20 on the 89 rink. That can't be right. Maybe on the 80 rank again. Uh, I'm not boozing, so what should I be? What should I be doing in Lake Placid this weekend, boys? You'll probably be boozing, dude. Like if I had to guess, <laughs> if I had to put up a guess, uh, you'll probably drink. I mean, I'm not. So I was wondering instead of that, if you could give me activities that I could get into without doing I don't that. Know. There's like if you go to Lake Placid, like when you're leaving town, like everyone knows. There's that like. That, like, high jump, ski oh, jump, yeah. oh, it's up in the trees, maybe go up there, look out, pack a lip, play some, like, simple plan or something in your AirPods and, like, just go for a ride. Like, I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, you know this isn't going to happen. Buddy, you clearly don't know who I am if you think that I can afford AirPods. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to stay relevant. I know you don't have them. I know you probably have the same pair of headphones that you got back with, like, your iPhone 3. Yeah, I do. Except for it doesn't plug into my new phone because it has a different connector. So, you know. I, yeah. So, 
That's fucking awesome. Uh, Dale, what should I do, dude? Dale's Dale's dry all the time, so what should I do, dude? <laughs> I yeah, mean, you know, you know, I'm a huge proponent of seltzer. Although there, there is so there is this new thing, kind of new trend emerging of these like zero alcohol beers, like different than non-alcoholic beers. They're zero alcohol beers. Heineken just came out with one. I tried it last night, actually. It's okay. I don't know if you're like comfortable doing that. Um, give it a go. Lagunitas has an IPA called Hops that Charlie always gives me when I go to the Barrel House. That's awesome. Um, other than that, dude, shotgun some seltzers. All right, dude. Shotgun some seltzers. I love it. Um, do you oh. have anything in beer league, boys? Yeah, two things. Just kind of going off seltzer, it's a little bit different. But, Ken, I want your opinion on this. And actually, Dale, too. Do you guys think that Bud – so I saw a commercial the other day, Bud Light seltzers. Do you yeah. think that's going to be successful? No. Do you think people are going to be pounding Bud Light seltzers? I'm 50-50 on it. If they're good. You would buy one to try it, though, right? Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. yeah, as soon as February hits, you're going to – Go to Stewart's and get them. As soon as March 1, I'm buying Bud Light seltzers. Then come this summer when we're fucking ripping it up at the horseshoe, that's all I'll be drinking. <laughs> all right, that was my first thing. My second thing, dude, I just wanted to say, going back to the tournament, you're giving out lines. The line of Soprano, Soprano's cousin, and some other kid sounds electric. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, cause especially because Cowboy's a defenseman, and he's, he's running his mouth thinking that their line's going to score more than us. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. I guess we'll wait and see. I get his cousin played a couple games in the Fed though, so yeah, so that line's gonna be sick. Yeah, I, I yeah, a little bit. All right, go ahead. What do All you right. got? Do you have anything else for beer league or no? No, I don't have anything. Nothing happened. I don't know if uh, Dale does. Dale, you were you were saying how you have a Tuesday game at nine forty, right? It's his first ever first career Tuesday nine forty game. Yeah, nine fifty at the Albany Airport rank. Not looking forward to it. All I've I've called out on a couple recently so i gotta be there <clears throat> that's 9 40 on a tuesday is the fucking worst dude you're not gonna be in bed till like 12 15 12 20 depending yeah. on where you shower well just remember dude i have a similar drive of what you make and starting in like three weeks i have four straight straight weeks of monday 10 30 games 10 30 yeah so there's like late night there's like late night uh really late night skates and like if your team like your team kind of like tries not to get them but for some reason our schedule this year it was built where all of them are like right next to each other in the middle of like january and february that's insane yeah so that's gonna be a tough go dale my advice dude would be to just go to it like i've talked about it i call out of them too sometimes definitely worth it just go and have fun it sucks the next day sucks but don't call out dude the drive home is actually kind of nice yeah, I'm a, the only I'm a big, like late night driver. Yeah, my issue, and I, I agree with that. My issue is when I get home, I can't just like go to bed. I like I'm up for like at least an hour. Yeah, and then look at it, it's like two o'clock. Yeah, always. Any listeners out there have any late night remedies for the uh, the post game buzz? Let me know because <laughs> that happens to me every single time. Yeah, I think I put that in a, in a Reddit thread one time, and just everybody said to smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> so out on that um all right so now we are going to move on to our patty b hotline patty b take it away hey this is the patty b hotline brought to you by the morning skate all right pat new year you would think that he'd come in hot with a voicemail he didn't but we do have one from our boy karski here it goes hey hal and chad what's up it's your buddy karski uh my question for you guys is who would you rather have in All right, boys. So here it is. Who would you rather have as your coach, Herb Brooks or Gordon Bombay? Hal? Yeah, so I, I kind of like the way I interpreted this is like realistically I'm not going to be making the U.S. Olympic team anytime soon. So I don't really think like Herb Brooks is going to coach me what, like in men, like men's league or for like back in the day. Like I just – I think Gordon Bombay would have been more my style coach. I think I would have – it would have been a little bit easier on me. Um, like I, I – Probably would have slacked, but maybe had a couple nice big games in there just due to his antics. So, I don't know. I would pick Gordon Bombay just based on that and the fact that, like, I'm not – I just think I would let her Brooks down. Like, I wouldn't win him a gold medal, so I just don't want to be there for him. I get that. I think as a Greenfield boy, I would have trouble respecting a city slicker in Gordon Bombay. So, uh, everybody knows I bleed red, white, and blue. I would love to hang out with her Brooks. I think 
uh, when I see Mike Ruzioni, I see a lot of qualities of him that I see in myself. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Herb Brooks, Rizzo. Dale, what about you? So this, is, this was interesting. I think if you asked me maybe like four or five years ago, I would have been Gordon Bombay, hands down, you know, drinking beers on the bench and stuff. But at a point in my life where I think it's nice to be challenged, I think Herb Brooks would really, you know, teach me things. And I've been on hockey teams where we've had coaches that we're friends with. And then I've been on hockey teams where we've had coaches that I respect and I actually learn a lot more from coaches I respect, like Herb Brooks. Crack the whip. Yeah, attaboy, Dale. That's a good point, too. Like, Gordon Bombay, like, he's probably going to shotgun a couple four locals with you behind the barn afterwards. But Herb Brooks tells you to get in bed by 7, you're there at 6.55, because if you're not five minutes early, you're late. On the line. <laughs> On the line. All right, thanks for the call. If you guys have voicemails, 518-309-2595. 518-309-2595. Thank you, Karski. Now we're moving on to our uh, Heroes and Zeros, brought to you by Laga Sports. That's Dominic Moore. Take it away, Dom. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All right, Dom. Thanks, buddy. Here on Zero Time. I actually have two zeros this week, so I'm, again, being negative. But Hal does have a hero, so why don't you why don't you start with your hero, bud? Yeah, Eklund E5 Rumors, dude. I didn't know that this account was still a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kind of blew my mind. I knew that there was still a Twitter out there that tweeted stuff like basically what happened is I came across something. It was Chris Kreider to the Rangers, um, E5. I, I clicked on the link, which I had never done before, and it took me to his actual website. And there's like commenters on his website, and like there's like a lot of posts on his website. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Eklund for still being out there. Like he is the king. Like all these people who think they're smart by like putting like three R's next to insider and like tweeting out stupid rumors and stuff like that like this guy has been doing it authentic for years he's the ultimate bad like rumor guy you know what i mean like yeah he's the one he is the worst wow what a point man seriously you have all these fucking pretenders claiming they're insiders this guy's gotten every single fucking trade wrong since like the early 90s he's been making up stories for like 25 years he's a storyteller dude so I just wanted to give a shout out to that. I, I'll let you go after because I think this might work. You can just ramble after. I'll, I'll go right into my zero. I wanted to stick with uh, just like old hockey sites that you I used to enjoy. HF Boards. Um, HF Boards like back in like the 2000s. Great website. You would actually get like that – like before Twitter, like that was the first place where you would get like actual – like trade, like trades and signings. You know what I mean? Like if there wasn't Twitter, too. Like, hot, like HF boards, yes, but HF comes from Hockey Futures, and back That's then, great. like that that website was sick because you could go on and actually figure out what your prospects were like and like what your pool looked like. Yeah, but at the same time, was that just a bunch of bloggers doing what everybody does now? I think it is now that it's come for it's come full circle, dude. So anyway, my whole point with this, I haven't signed in to my HF Boards account in like eight years, and I keep getting emails now once a week from HF Boards telling me like there was like, check out this hot post in like the Toronto Maple Leafs like forum. It's like, no, I don't want to do that, dude. You got to hop on, dude. Get back into the game. Should I start start making threads? Yeah, morning skate threads, dude. I remember it sucks because like you don't want to be a troll. You remember being like 15 years old and just like getting an account. I would just go on your HF boards account and get it deleted in like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that used to happen. Actually, the, I think the last HF boards post morning skate has is you wrote a blog about Brian law and being like a fucking asshole. And you posted in the, in the Bruins thing and everybody's like rookie of the year post. Like they fucking loved it. So dude, I would, I'd start posting HF boards, dude, get our cloud up. HF boards, dude. HF That's board. all I got. Yeah, thank you for that. I needed to hear that. Um, well, should I ask first, dude, before you just get really mad? Dale, do you have any heroes or zeros? I do. It's kind of it's a quick story. Uh, just a couple of hours ago, this came across. The Sharks lost after scoring an empty net goal with a minute left. Logan Couture scores an empty net goal with exactly one minute left in the third. Then all of a sudden, 13 seconds later, Jacob Brana scores a goal. TJ Oshie scores with 13. 15 seconds left to tie the game. Lars Eller scores with just over two minutes left in overtime, assisted by Braden Holpe. So, wild game there, wild finish. I think uh, Capitals persevered. They get my star. And, What's uh, I mean, what? 
statistically, I don't even know how you'd look that up, but that can like that exact situation cannot happen a lot. Like if you score an empty net goal, I feel like ninety nine point nine percent of the time the game's over. Right. I mean, yeah, that's what the article starts off saying. Empty net goals are synonymous with winning. <laughs> Finish the fucking games. Jeez. Mm. That's a good one. Do you have a zero or you we're just doing a hero? That was both. Hero. Hero. Oh, I like that. All oh, in one story. Pretty. Wow. That's a that's a podcast first, I think. Or maybe we probably did that and then we just didn't realize that we could just say it at once. We broke it up in heroes and zeros. Yeah. Uh Cad dude, what do you got? All right, for my first zero, the Rangers got a penalty last night. Greg McKegg got a penalty. Uh, I've never seen this before. So, like, you know, like, when your center gets tossed out of the circle and the next center comes in? The rule is, is if that center gets tossed out, it's a penalty. But I've never seen that happen before. So, the Rangers center got tossed out. Greg McKegg went in. <clears throat> they dropped the puck. McKegg won the faceoff clean. And then they tossed McKegg and were like, oh, we tossed two people against a penalty now. I've never seen anything like that before. I, I think the ref did it, forgetting that he had already kicked out a center before. I think if he would have known that, he probably wouldn't have called the penalty. But Bush League there. And then secondly, I tweeted this out. Uh, Dougie Hamilton punched TJ Oshie in the back of the head. I said, if the Carolina Hurricanes really preach a family-fun environment, then you have to get rid of this guy. Punching people in the back of the head in front of all the children? Is this what we want our kids to grow up like? Sick role model. Despicable. I'm in disbelief. You wouldn't believe how many people thought I was being serious about that and were, like, really upset. The fa- oh, you've never watched hockey before, pal? And, like, freaking out. Like, holy shit. Anybody who commented on that, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> I didn't know that happened. So you tweeted that and people took it seriously? Oh, boy. Yeah, I got ratioed. Oh, really? Like, people, like, so people thought, like, you were just really upset, like, with how that just happened. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that's not hockey. Like, you run oh. a hockey, you run a hockey, like, Twitter page, and, like, you're really mad about what you just saw. Yeah. Yep. And no a one. Carol- a lot of Carolina Hurricanes fans, too. Which is ironic. Well, it is. I, I mean, th- this whole tweet, it was, I was making fun of the Hurricanes, because they always say family, 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 and then Dougie punches DJ Oshie in the back of the head, and I didn't hear anybody talking about it. Right, yeah, the celebrate the celebrations for the family, but when Dougie Hamilton punches T.J. Oshie in the back of the head, it's like it's like family morals go out the window. That's hockey. So at the same time, it's like, hey, get off our backs. Like, kid just wants to protect the kids out there. Like, it's not like every single time like there's a dirty hit, we're like sitting here complaining, suspension, suspension. That's not us. But like when you see something uh, like that and the kids are watching, that's what I'm saying, dude. What's the next storm surge? Just gonna go out behind people and start suckering them in the back of the head, dude? <laughs> seriously man like that's I just tweeted that what oh the next storm surge just gonna punching people in the back of the head think about dale is gonna be at the rink on a saturday at two when some 10 year old goes and punches another kid in the back of the head what's dale gonna do what what's are you gonna, dale do, dale? gonna do dude what i mean think about think about the fucking 50 year old grandpa who brings his grandkid his fucking four-year-old grandkid to the first ever hockey game and and dougie hamilton punches tj Oshie in the back of the head and the kid looks up at grandpa and he goes Oh, do we all do that? And the grandpa has to go, yes, son, that's what we do. We're fucking scumbag human beings. That's what right. we do. And then after you and then after you punch the guy in the head, you start doing the Macarena when you want. Yeah. Or and you start <laughs> and you start clapping your hands in their face like <laughs> yeah. Hurricanes fans are fucking losers, dude. So that, that was my other zero. So it honestly wasn't that negative, right? No, that wasn't <laughs> All right, guys. We have one more <coughs> last segment three stars let's go all right jim and mike thanks very kindly a nice weekend for you as always our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on rogers hometown hockey three stars okay guys it's three stars um i'm, go- I'm going through a cold dale's battling some stuff hal we told him we had to start battling some stuff so three things that we're going to power through are three things that's going to help us power through the current predicaments that we are currently involved in uh dale do you want to start off no. Sure. Sure. I can start <laughs> off. Yes. Yes. Thank you. The New England Patriots lost last night. I'm feeling very fucking rough about it. However, one of the things that gets me through a day like today is gratitude. 2020 is here. It's been a great fucking run for the Pats. Tom Brady's going to come back. There's no way that he's going out like that. Gratitude for all that we've come from where we're at today um number two self-respect Wait, hold on, hold on. We, we, we go star by star but i want to inform our listeners during that whole spiel 
Dale had his eyes closed as if he was meditating this to believe. Al, did you notice this? I've never no, seen anything dude, like that. I was before. rattled in the first place, dude. I didn't think like just so everyone knows, none of my none of my like three stars are nouns. Like I'm not gonna be like gratitude. Like <laughs> that that really threw me off, dude. But I I feel it. I think you know what, Dale? I think gratitude is gonna get you through the day. I don't know how, but I I'm showing you gratitude for just for putting that performance on. I'm giving you gratitude too, dude. All right. Moving on. Self-respect. No, 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 it's our, our turn. It's our turn, dude. <laughs> All right, Hal. What's your third star, bud? Uh, I'm going to switch it up, dude. I, I'm just going to say my third star is just going to be hockey. I'm going to watch a lot of hockey. And by the way, things aren't really that bad for me. Like, it, I'm just kind of going through the daily grind. Like, these guys were all sour before and, like, sad. Ked's sick. Uh, Dale was, like, driving through the Ber- Berkshire Mountains this morning. So, it's been, like, a, it's been a rough day for all of us except for me. Uh, yeah, the Patriots lost yesterday. But, like, I'm still going to go to work tomorrow. So, my third star is going to be hockey. I'm going to play hockey. And I'm going to watch some hockey this week. And that just gets me to Friday. That boy, dude. Holy shit, man. That's the fire I needed. That was good stuff. I kind of want to steal it, but I'm going to go with ice-cold Gatorade. Normally, when I get Gatorades, I kind of just put them in my pantry, and then I drink them. I need to put, start putting them in the refrigerator, and I need to start getting those motherfuckers ice-cold because I'm sick, and I need electrolytes in the worst way, and there's nothing worse than being on your deathbed drinking a lukewarm Gatorade. So, ice-cold Gatorades, third star. That's a good one. Dale, what's your two? I'm going along with the hockey thing. Self-respect, just taking care of myself, moving one day at a time, drinking some water, going to play hockey tonight. Um, just get the body moving. Just Monday, Sunday night, just get up, fucking crush Monday tomorrow. It's a new week. We're big Monday guys, Dale. It's been a while since we've gotten Monday motivation, man. I'll Maybe I'll tweet something out tomorrow. Maybe. Also, how many emails did you send this week? Four. All right, so maybe you send one more email before hockey, and then you hit the five for the week, dude. All right. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Hal, what's your second star, bud? Yeah, we have the same second star, dude. Showers. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. My first question for you, uh, you're in a funk right now. I'm just taking everyday showers. I just like to shower. You're just in a – you're in a funk. You're sick. Uh, So there's nothing better than a shower when you're sick. What's the temperature like? What's the time of the shower? What are we talking here? Um, I mean, guys, like (sighs) – it depends. Uh, actually, it doesn't really depend. It's a hot shower, even if I'm sweating. Sometimes it's a bath. I just need to get fucking clean, dude. And I need to get to Irish Spring. I have the Bath and uh, Bath and Body Works um, body wash or whatever. I forget what the fuck it's called, but that's some good shit. Do the shampoo. There's nothing better being like super gross, getting in the shower and then coming out, and then you have that cold air, right? And all like you're no longer your nose isn't stuffy anymore. Like you smell pretty decent. Like there's nothing better than when you're really sick in a nice shower in. Yeah, and the best part about being sick is you can make an excuse to take like four. Saw so many showers. Dude, I may come home during work tomorrow during lunch and just take a shower. <laughs> you use face wash? Do I yeah, I use face wash. You, I, I thought you just found out what face wash was like two weeks ago. That was yeah. like three, it was like three months ago. But yeah, I've been using face wash. I'm sorry, dude. What's your first star, Dale? My first, my first, my first. What down are we going with now? I was like, Dale, did Dale just call out your uh, face wash expertise? That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm from Greenfield. Like, how many people do you think from Greenfield actually wear or use fucking face wash? I might be the only one. If anything, it's a minus one. All right. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, my first, my first, um, my first star here is uh, chili and beef jerky. I made a chili for yesterday's game. I have a lot left over, so I'm just gonna keep pounding the protein and um, just fucking eat well. I have a question about your chili. It was sirloin steak chili. <laughs> well, it sounds good. That sounds that sounds good, dude. But my question is, and again, I'm not chirping, not trying to bring shit back up. You made this chili for the Patriots game. Do you think every time you have this chili now, that's going to be in the back of your mind? Like, do you think every time you have this chili now, something bad also might happen besides the Patriots? Is this cur- is this chili cursed? Fuck. I mean, 
you can't go same recipe. You got to change some things. No, like, no, you're not you, saying every time I make it. You're saying you're saying the rest of the chili that's in my fridge. Like yeah. something bad's oh. gonna. Happen. That's yeah. a, it's a good amount of chili, and that was gonna feed me for a majority of the week. So like, I'm not trying to chirp, but dude, if the Rangers want, if they lost a Stanley Cup final, and I made something before, and I tweeted it out to all my friends, like, holy shit, I got this lucky stuff, and they lost, I'm throwing that shit out. I. I spent like twenty dollars on the sirloin meat for it. I can I can't. Okay. I'm gonna my head's gonna be on a swivel though, I'll tell you that. That's good. Active stick. I bet you Dale's gonna be he's gonna get screwed over at some point this week, probably, dude. Or I bet you he has the worst shits ever. Have you shit it out yet? Dale's frozen. Yep. Yeah, I have, dude. I'm really not prepared to talk about that on our podcast right now. Okay, all right. He's poop shy. Um, Hal, what's your number one star? You know, we were a poop shy podcast, dude. My number one star is I just got to wake up, dude. Uh, Dale, I'm sorry. I was just throwing negative vibes your way, dude. All I got to do is wake up. When my alarm clock goes off, I just have to roll over, hit it, and then get out of bed and open my eyes. If I can do that, I will make it through the week. You yep. just got to wake up. <laughs> it's really hard waking up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, let's yeah. be honest, guys. How many? I can't. I can't remember the last time that my alarm went off and I did what you just said. Yeah, dude. And the thing is, is I told I told the old ball chain that uh, <laughs> ball chain <laughs> that this week I want to try to wake up at like six a.m. and like have coffee and like watch the morning news. I would like to try to do that. What's your number one star, dude? Okay. Sorry, dude. Uh, my number one star. NyQuil, we kind of talked about this before. Um, this is going to help me out. If you guys haven't had NyQuil before, definitely check, uh, check it out. Do you do the pills or the actual, like, uh, syrup? Syrup. Syrup. Yeah, I do, too. I have the pills. I might do a one-in-one, uh, figure out what's going to happen there. But, yeah, NyQuil is an absolute game changer. I'll probably take that as soon as this podcast is over and be slumped by, like, 830. So that'll probably be what's going on. Beautiful. Well, I think we made it, dude. I think we did, too. I feel like uh, we knew it was going to be like this. We knew it was going to be like this, and <laughs> Dale sent us a pretty funny picture. Maybe we tweet that out. Um, Just a special shout-out to all the listeners that are still here sticking with us. We appreciate you. Yeah, and we promise to be better next week. Next week, I should at least have some beer, uh, beer league stories with Lake Placid coming on. That'll be pretty fun. Uh, we'll do a Sunday, Sunday day thing. Actually, depending on what time, because I'm assuming we're probably going to be in the championship, so we'll have to figure that out. But um, yeah, anything else? That's it, dude. We did it. Dale looked, <laughs> Dale looks so sad right now. Like, good luck. So, I mean, good luck to Dale. Good luck to Ked. Good luck to everyone out there. Have a good week. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Hey, and just remember, wake up. <laughs>